Life Audio. Hey, sis, and welcome to Inside Out with Courtney. It's a podcast that helps thousands of women all around the globe, just like you, growing Christ, character, calling, career, and community. Join me along with occasional guests as we talk about biblical truths, overcoming issues of life as Christian women, while also being encouraged and equipped for every good work as we await the return of Jesus Christ. I'm your host, Courtney Richard, and after a quick commercial break, we'll get ready to start growing from the inside out. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-497-4410. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in... Anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-497-4410. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-497-4410. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Ladies, it is Courtney here with Inside Out with Courtney, and today I have with me the beautiful Joanna Weaver. How are you, Joanna? I am good. I'm good. It's such an honor to be on your show. Thank you for having me. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you so much for taking the time with us. Um, We're going to be talking about how to have a merry heart in a Martha world, because a lot of us as women, we're super, super busy. And so um, we're going to be talking about this very important topic, because again, busyness just happens to us. But we also want to make sure that we are taking the time to spend time with our Heavenly Father. And so that's what we're going to be talking about today. But before we dive in, Joanna, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? And also what you're working on. I know you have a podcast that's actually called The Living Room. Yeah, well, I'm, I, I like to say I'm Joanna from Montana, born okay. and raised, born and raised up there. Some of you might, might be thinking, Montana, is that a different country? No, no, we're <laughs> actually in the, the 50 states. We're up against uh, Canada and just in between Idaho and North and South Dakota. But I love it here. I've been raised in the shadow of the Rocky Mountains. Mm. And actually looking out the window today at some snow still on the peaks, but I'm blessed to be in ministry now with my husband. We celebrated 40 years, which just doesn't seem possible. I thought Jesus was coming back before now. (laughs) Crazy. And uh, we have two older kids that are both married and have kids. I'm finally a Grammy. And then my son, Josh, is uh, graduating from high school this year. So we have a full life, a blessed life. Um, yeah. And it's interesting because I wrote the book, Having a Merry Heart in a Martha World, back when I was in the throes of it all. I was a 36-year-old pastor's wife. I had two kids, you know, probably what would they been under 10 and life was busy. But, you know, I've I've always kind of said, I don't fully understand why God chose me to write this book because except for this, um, number one, I'm a fellow struggler that time with the Lord, that intimate time. I, I always knew I was supposed to do it, but I didn't really know how to do it. 
And mm. it wasn't until I was 28 years old that I was given some simple tools to just carve out time with the Lord. Um, I think I just always made it more, more, more than yes. it needed it to be, you know, like an hour in prayer and an hour in deep Bible study. And then probably if I was a good Christian, I'd spend an hour going to door to door witnessing, you know, mm. well, that didn't happen. And so um, this, this book really came out of my own journey of Lord, I want to know you more. Um, mm. But I'm a Martha. I'm a Martha. But yet at the same time, I'm a Mary. Yeah, I'm a Mary who really, really does. I love I've loved Jesus since I was a little girl. Mm -hmm. um, I've longed to know him. And yet the Martha inside kept bossing me around. And so that's kind of the backstory that set the stage for writing this book. Oh, my goodness. So let me tell you, I see this book everywhere. I love oh. Christian bookstores. So um, when Lifeway was open, of course, it was there. There was Christian, um, the Christian bookstore, that family Christian that we would always frequent. Uh, now Mardell, I have Mardell bookstore and it's there. I mean, it's everywhere. And it is just such a life changing book. It's so helpful for, especially if we're acting more like Martha and we want to be more like Mary. So um, I totally get the the Martha. I like to call it the Martha syndrome because sometimes I can get that way. I'm like, I'm in the Martha. I'm in the Martha syndrome <laughs> right now. Ah, I know I need to be still and be with the Lord, but right now I'm acting more like Martha. So we totally get it. A lot of us um, feel that way, but we really want to make sure that we're getting that time in with the Lord. And so can you share um, why is that so important? And maybe like, why do you think it's you know, so big for us to take that time out of our day to spend with him. Well, you know, I think the thing that fascinated me about this story of Mary and Martha, first of all, it was going to be a novel. I thought it would be a fabulous Christian, you know, biblical fiction because you got all of the elements and everything. But as I began to study the story more, I think the thing that touched me most mm -hmm. was if we only stop at Luke chapter 10, verses 38 through 42, Mm -hmm. Then we're left with the cliffhanger, you know, Martha barges in and says, Jesus, why have you, why is my sister sitting at your feet? Number one, that was not allowed. <laughs> and then number two, why isn't she helping me? And I think yes. all of us can feel that. Right. Um, and you know, I, I think there's inside, I think all of us would have liked the story to end a little bit differently. You know, like Jesus would have said, Oh, Martha, you're right. How, that's so bad of us, right. you know? Mary, help your sister, but come on, guys, let's give her a hand. Like, that's a great way to end the story. But instead, he leaves it. He leaves it as a cliffhanger by saying these words, Martha, Martha, you're worried and upset about many things, but only one thing is needed. Mary has chosen the better part, and it will not be taken away from her. Now, if you end there, then that's sobering. And that's, oh, I'm a Martha, bad me, bad me. But then you go to John chapter 11, and that's where the story just gets so beautiful as Martha is the one who runs down the road to meet Jesus. Mm -hmm. It's Martha who falls at his feet and says, Lord, if you would have been here, my brother would not have died. Yet even now, I know that God will give you whatever you ask. And as mm -hmm. I begin to study that story that continues in John 11 and then into John 12, I saw a woman who had a holy makeover. The bold one who was demanding her rights becomes meek and surrenders the quill of her wheel, will, mm -hmm. surrenders the quill of her will. And the meek one who had worshiped at Jesus's feet 
who actually got paralyzed by sorrow. Mm. She's the one who spills her most precious possession in service to the Lord when Mary anoints Jesus's feet. And so it's the story, I think, of two sisters, but it's the story of all of us. Yeah. No matter where we're at, sometimes it's personality type, sometimes it's stage of life, but we're all, we're all invited to sit at Jesus's feet. Choosing to make time for it, I think is the challenge we all face. But I always like to say, start small, but begin. Don't put so many shoulds onto your time with the Lord that it becomes a burden. He never intended it to be a burden. And I think once we begin to taste and see that the Lord is good, oh my goodness, we just want more and more and more. So good, so loaded, so true. Um, I absolutely love spending this quality time with the Lord, but of course it gets busy, life happens. And unfortunately we can get so busy. I tell people that we give God a rain check a little bit and say, you know what, I'm coming Lord, but I've got to take care of this. I'm coming, but I got to take care of this and that. But just being still, just pausing in the midst of all of it and stopping to sit at the feet of Jesus is just so important. All right. Well, we're going to take a quick break as we hear a word from our sponsors. But when we get back, we're going to continue the conversation with Joanna Weaver. And we're going to keep talking about how to have a merry heart in a Martha world. This conversation is so good. So do not miss it. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Well, welcome back to the show. We are talking to Joanna Weaver. And so we're going to go ahead and continue the conversation. But I definitely have a question for you, Joanna. So can you tell me, have you ever experienced burnout? I know there was a time when I um, was filming um, Bible studies for my three books that are on Lazarus and, and Mary and Martha. And um, there were overlapping deadlines. We were missing deadlines. Mm. It was probably about six to seven years of intense, just wow, heavy. And so I knew I needed to carve out, like, just look at my life and go, wait a minute, this has been crazy. And so I set aside a year just mm. to be quiet. I wasn't going to do any big projects, you know. Um, and yet it was so funny because it felt like one foot was on the gas still, even though the other foot was on the brake. And so I, I wasn't necessarily doing any forward movement, but inside there was just this frenetic pace. Mm -hmm. And I really said, Lord, I need, I need help. Show me, help me find the still point. I'd mm. been living up here at this frenetic pace that even when it wasn't required anymore, I couldn't get my soul still. And so it was just a period of time of just like learning to breathe, like literally taking a deep breath. I realized I'd been living on this shallow level for so long. And so, um, yeah, it may, but I, here's the deal. I don't think it's going to take as long mm -hmm. to find that still point as sometimes we think. Mm. And so just being willing to, to carve out a little time here and a little time there, just after that burnout or, or that heavy pace, just to kind of breathe. And, mm. and discover the good, good father, because he's a good shepherd. He never drives us. Amen. I love that. I've been talking a lot about grace and pace, right? Um, so this is so good. It just leads me right into where you talk about in the book about the treadmill of life. Yes. Like we're just, a lot of us are on this hamster wheel and we're on this treadmill and we're just going, 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 we're going so fast. And of course, that's where we can actually burn out. But talk about that. I want you to unpack that just a little bit. So what do you mean yeah. by that when you say that treadmill of life? Well, for me, it was the treadmill of performance. 
I had so many expectations of myself. And as a pastor's wife, you know, um, God called me to be a pastor's wife when I was 16 years of age. And I love it. I love it. But there's a whole lot of expectations. I know what I ought to be. So I can get into this treadmill of performance, trying to be all things to all people, trying to do the perfect mom, the perfect wife, the perfect online person, you know, and there's so many shoulds that are on us that, um, yeah, I mean, once you get, once you buy into that lie that we have to perform for purpose or we have to perform for value, then it is, it is a terrible taskmaster. And I think for me, somehow I had even transposed that onto God, that I had to perform for him. I was saved by grace, Yes. but then it was kind of like, throw me in the ocean and say, sink or swim, baby, sink or swim. And man, I was swimming hard because I was a good girl wanting to do good things. You know, I really did want, I called to ministry. We were going to do big things for Jesus. And so I, I just tried harder and harder and harder until all, you know, God never rewarded any of that. He just didn't. He, um, he used the discipline of what would be perceived failure to bring me to the end of my drivenness. And oh, can I tell you how glad, how glad I am? Because he wasn't the taskmaster I was. I was the one demanding more of me. And so that for me was the tread, treadmill that I was on going mm -hmm. faster and harder. And, and God was just going, I've got a better way. Mm, so good. Oh, when he says, come to me, listen, all who are weary and heavy burden, like the Pharisees are putting all these yes. rules and all this stuff on them to do. Yes. And he was like, listen, wait, come to me. Yeah. All who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. My burden is light. Let me yeah. teach you. That was so good. I love, love, love just the depth mm -hmm. of that particular verse. So uh, thank you so much for sharing that. Yeah. I so appreciate that because performance is a big thing. A lot of us are performing, you know, oh, some yeah. of us will get into that. And we do, we get into that. We're like, yeah. I got to do this and I got to take care of this. And mm -hmm. God's going to be pleased if I do this and that, and, yep. you know, and Jesus was like, I've come to do the father's will, not my own. Yeah. And so exactly. sometimes we have to pause and, and consider that and say, you know what, Lord, what do you want me to do? And I only want to do just that because yeah. all the other stuff is just going to wear us out anyway. That's it. That's it. Well, you know, I, I think of that verse and it comes back to the living room again. It comes back to that intimate friendship that Mary enjoyed at Jesus's feet. Oh my gosh. Great, great. This is refreshing. I just want to say this is super refreshing. I know the ladies are being ministered to and served. Well, before we get out of here, Joanna, can you share an encouraging word with the women that are going to be reading and listening to this today? Just four little words. I trust you, Lord. Mm -hmm. I trust you. I don't see how, I don't see how, but you know, I don't need to know how. I just need to know that you're going to lead and guide me. And so I just want to encourage all your girls out there that he has not set you up to fail. He has not set you up to fail. He's, he's called you and he set you apart to know you and to fill you and then to spill you to the world that he's put you in and he's going to be with you every step of the way. Just trust in him. Just trust him. I also want to encourage the ladies to grab your book. Like I said, that is everywhere. <laughs> and I have it. Uh, having a merry heart in a Martha world. Joanna, thank you so, so much for being here with us and sharing. It has been such a sweet treat for us. 
Um, well, before you get out of here, if you don't mind sharing, how can we connect with you and get more resources, learn more about your ministry? Where can we connect? Yeah, well, joannaweaverbooks.com. So that's my website. And um, But I'm also online at Facebook and Instagram at Joanna Weaver Books. Love to connect with you there. Uh, the Living Room Podcast, have some wonderful guests. I'd love to share share with you guys. And, and hey, you know, if you are interested in being part of um, my online community, it's called The Living Room with Joanna Weaver. And I'd love a little private Facebook group. I'd love to have them join me there too as well. Yay, ladies, connect, connect. It has been refreshing today. So let us be more like Mary instead of Martha. Martha did some great things, but we need to just be intentional about our time with God. That is so, so important, especially in our day and hour. So many people are just busy. Thank you once again, Joanna, for being on. Well, I pray that this episode has helped you. Also, if you need prayer or just want to let me know how this episode has served you, you can email me directly at InsideOutWithCourtney at gmail.com. Also, be sure to connect with me on social media, subscribe to the Inside Out With Courtney podcast and blog, and don't forget to tell other women about it. I'd also love it if you could leave a review and also don't forget to grab a freebie of your choice at CourtneyRichard.com. If you're hosting an event, let me know all about it by visiting CourtneyRichard.com slash booking. Now, before I go, I just want to take a quick moment to thank the team at Life Audio for their partnership with me on the podcast. If you go to lifeaudio.com, you will find dozens of other faith-centered podcasts in their network. And let me tell you something, they've got shows about prayer, Bible study, parenting, and so much more. All right, and that's it for now. Until next time, remember, Jesus Christ is coming back soon. So let's get ready from the inside out. Dedicating time each day to spend feeding our minds and our hearts the truth of God's Word is immensely helpful in our growth as followers of Christ. I'm John Stonge, and each day I host a show called Daily Devotions with Pastor John. On the show, I spend just a few minutes taking an applicational look at one or two verses of Scripture before coming to the Lord in prayer. If you'd like to make a habit of spending more time meditating on the truth of God's Word, You can listen to Daily Devotions with Pastor John at lifeaudio.com or on your favorite podcasting app.